You are listening to Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 89 with my guest today, Eric Jaron from the band Despised Icon. So in this episode, we talk about his new album called Purgatory, and you will be able to hear some samples of the songs throughout today's podcast. Now again, I'd like to thank Chris, who was my guest last week on the podcast. So Chris is, is the CEO of Musician, and as mentioned last week, he did give me two half price passes for the app, so I still have one available. So if you would like a half price pass to Musician, send me an email and we'll get you that code. Now, talking about Musician, thank you guys once again for being a sponsor of the podcast. Let's check out the advert now. Now you can learn the instrument you've always wanted to, wherever and whenever you have the chance to sit down and play. Musician is an award-winning app designed by expert music teachers to teach you guitar, ukulele, piano, and more, giving you live feedback in the process. You can learn thousands of songs, including some you already love. Whether you've been playing for years or never picked up an instrument, Musician's here to help you get good, get better, and get playing. Plus, your first week's free. So visit musician.com and give it a shot. And also thank you to my other sponsors, Living Music and Custom Guitar Picks. Now, coming up to Christmas time, they both have some fantastic sales going on. So check out the links in the show notes for the Christmas specials coming up. Now, if you would like to find out more about this podcast and some of the artists that have been on, please check out my website, which is all one word, becomeaguitaristoday.com. So there's a list of all the podcasts there. You can find out who's been on the podcast. Now, next week, I have John Five coming on, who's an amazing guitarist. And here's an album as well, which we break down in the podcast. Now, let's go over the interview now with Eric Jaron from Despised Icon. Hello, Eric. Hey, Adam. Hey, how are you? Great. What about you? Yeah, very good. Yeah, no, thanks again for giving me your time to do this. No, it's all good. It's all good. It's, um, I know it's not easy uh, to get in touch with you guys since we're uh, so far apart. You're like, are you like early in the morning right now? Or? Yeah, yeah, we're Friday, Friday morning, 9 a.m. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we talk about the, the new album, if that's okay, the Purgatory. Absolutely. <laughs> we're uh, very excited about it. You know, releasing an album is not something you do often uh, in your life, uh, even as a musician. So it's always uh, very, uh, very exciting. And um, yeah. Yeah. And actually, I had to listen to it the last couple of days and uh, John sent it to me. Yeah, it's really good. Cool. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. So, yeah. So you and Alex that wrote most of the songs on this album? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's um, actually uh, there are... uh, I can say like like two teams of uh, writers in the band. Yep. It's uh, it's mostly uh, Alex uh, Arian, the singer, and I. And the other team is uh, Alex Grind, our drummer, and I. So uh, yeah. So I I usually write all the music with both Alexes because I, I, maybe you didn't know, but uh, Alex Arian, the, the vocalist, he. He's the original drummer in the band. Yeah, I did see that. That's amazing. Yeah, so when we started uh, 17 years ago or, or 18 years ago, I used to write a lot of music with Alex, the singer, while he was a drummer. And he always had a really um, 
like rhythmic uh, approach of songwritings. So it's basically if I'm writing music with two drummers. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is nice. Yeah, it's they right. have their own. They have their own style or uh, signature of um, music. You know, Alex as uh, Alex the singer always leaned more toward the. Uh, Slammy riffs or groovier stuff. Yeah. And uh, Alex Grind, the drummer, he's more into like technical and fast stuff. So mm. I guess it gives me some some leverage to work with different types of metal and you know a little bit of diversity. Sometimes they would even have uh, riff ideas, you know, like they would like make these sounds with their, yeah. with their mouth, like like chugging sounds and stuff and humming melodies and stuff. And I would just try to translate that into onto the guitar and, and, and record it over the, the, the drum parts they, they write. And uh, yeah, that's 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 the way we work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess the, the two songs that really stood out for me was Lightspeed and Unbreakable, like the probably the two fastest songs you would just say. On the album, <laughs> yeah, and it, that it happens to be the both songs have been written by um, uh, Alex Grind and, and myself. Oh, there you so, go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh, I guess the the do you prefer the the writing of uh, Alex Grind for Despised Icon? <laughs> That's what it tells me. <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I never really thought about that, but um, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Now, how about the very first song? I, mean, I guess it's more of an instrumental, Dernius Soulful, is that how you say it? Yeah, actually, uh, the intro, you're talking about the intro of the album, right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, so, well, actually, on the on the past albums, we've always had uh, a little uh, intro to a song or a little passage in a song that was more mellow and with clean guitars and stuff. I've always liked to experiment with that. Mm. And uh, for the album, actually, it's funny because it was, yeah, it was New Year's Eve of uh, of this year, last January first. Okay. I woke up in the morning, and you know, it was a fresh year, and I was like, all right, I just picked up the guitar and 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 wrote that acoustic part, and then I added the clean electric guitar over it, and then my friend uh, who plays the guitar he had an ebo he, he came to my place and he forgot it here and he was lying on my desk and i was like oh there's that's his ebo let's 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 fool around with it you know and yeah. and i inserted the 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 ebo lead guitar over it uh, i was wondering and what i was. didn't know what to do with that i was like yeah that's cool it sounds good but i'm not sure the guys will be into it so i sent them the 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 recording yeah and they were wow, it's amazing. We should we should put that on the album. And mm. we didn't know where to put it on the album until we had all the songs down. And we're you know what? Why don't we just throw people off and and start the album with something super mellow and then just be like super brutal for like thirty five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's really good. Yeah, it slowly gets you into it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the story behind it.
for for some time. Alex Grind, uh, you know, we were trying to figure what we would do uh, rhythmically. Like, do we put drums on that? Do we add percussions or mm. anything? You know, yeah. You know, like a like a Planet Caravan Sabbath type per- yeah. percussions and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, he he was uh, he was you know what? Sometimes it's just better to leave it the way it is. If the the, the music doesn't call for it, just leave it. And we and we were like, yeah, sure, just no percussions, no nothing. Just uh, actually, what I did is like I recorded myself like uh, taking a, a huge breath. That's why the that's how the the title came came up. Dernier Souffle means last breath. Ah, okay. So uh, so I recorded myself like taking a huge breath, and then added like this super long reverb delay over it which lasts the whole the whole uh, part you know until wow. the end wow that's really cool so it's, it's like yeah <laughs> i have to go back and listen very to it again proggy, now yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> very very proud that's for right. a deathcore band <laughs> the other song i felt really great solo was that apex predator the, the solo towards the end Yeah, it's funny because uh, I don't know. I never had the chance to play a lot of solos in in the band's uh, history or discography. Mm. And uh, you know, I, growing up, I was a lot into shredders like Momstein and Steve Vai and Joe Satriani, and yep. and I always like to to play solos and because it, it's fun. And but you know, it's the same thing. Sometimes the song just doesn't call for it. But yeah, yeah. on this album, I guess. We had the space to do it, and uh, um, and Alex, the singer, he was uh, re- really encouraging me in doing it. He's like, "Dude, you know, you I know you can shred. Try it out. Yeah. It. Try to do it. You know, put something on there. You know." Yeah. So uh, yeah, and uh, and most of the solos are like from the uh, the pre-production. Like uh, I just hit the record button and. And they're almost all like one or two takes, and yeah. so they're not perfect, but I I think the the intention is there, and they, they feel right. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it works well. No, it sounds like it yeah. sounds great. That solo. So do you do you practice that type of like when you're not with with the band? Do you practice all the shredding stuff by yourself? Oh yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, yeah. I like to to play different types of music. Uh, I um, I went to college. Uh, to study uh, classical guitar, and also I'm the guitar player for a, a, a prog band called uh, Heaven's Cry. Okay. Uh, it's really, really different than from what I do with Despised Icon, yeah. but um, yeah, I, I've released a couple of albums with, with that band. It, oh, it's cool. more of a, a local thing, although we played some festivals in Europe and in the US back in the past years, but um, yep. But yeah, I like uh, I like Prague a lot. I mean, Rush is probably one of my favorite bands. It's in my top five. So. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was really stoked with the new Tool album that came out a couple months ago. And yep. same with the new Opeth. Uh, yeah, that's that's my jam. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good.
Now, another song that stood out was that Dead Weight. Now, is that actually a bass solo before the guitar solo? Yeah, it is. Ah, it is. I wasn't sure if you had like a, a low detuning or something. Yeah, no, it's a yeah, it's a bass solo. Um, we've just shot a uh, like a guitar playthrough for the, for that one that's going to be released uh, in the upcoming weeks, mm. and uh, we we did it with the bass as well. So it's the three of us, uh, and so you'll you'll get to see Sebastian uh, rip out his uh, bass solo. Oh, excellent! <laughs> and uh, it's it's fun because and it's funny, you know, you say that like people are like, is this, is this a guitar or is it bass down tuned? And uh, yeah. And it reminds me of that. Um, I grew up uh, listening to Metallica. You know, I'm a yep. huge fan of Metallica and their instrumental track on Master of Puppets, uh, Orion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, yeah. Uh, guitar solo or bass solo, and people are like, is this bass? Is this guitar? So, yeah. And actually, we added a lot of the distortion on the bass, and I even told Sebastian, you know, you should like end the solo with like this huge band, you know, like Cliff Burton used to do, and like that rocky vibe. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, sounds, sounds really good. Sounds great. That's cool. Yeah. I'm glad you dig it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the other question I had is about your former guitarist, Yannick, who was actually doing your sound and helped produce the album. So how, how was that, having him in the studio, helping out with that? Well, you know, we go way back with Yannick. He he's the original guitar player, and mm. um, since day one, he recorded all of our albums. And you know, he and since we uh, reunited and got back uh, together for good uh, three years ago, he's been on um, doing every shows with us. He's the I don't know. He's like the George Martin of uh, the Spice Icon. You know, the, yeah. he's the seventh uh, the seventh member. You know, I I wouldn't even think. Of, about doing anything without his input and his implications. He, yeah. He's a huge part of, uh, of the Spice Icon. So, uh, yeah. so his input is very valuable and he's, uh, he's just as important to me as any other member. You know, we, he, he's always there. He's always there on every conversation, every decision we make. So, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so did he have much input with the, the guitar tracks? Like, did he say, hey, try this or try that? Yeah, actually, we, we recorded everything in my home studio, uh, guitars and bass, yep. and uh, he was there. And uh, yeah, sometimes he's like, "Okay, now you know, you know what? This this sounds a little bit too busy, or that chord here sounds weird. You know, can you try something else, or you would you like to try this and that?" And mm. um, yeah, he's a uh, he he contributes uh, in the creative creative uh, process uh, for sure. Now, I've been watching a few YouTube clips last night, and uh, there was one I come across. There's actually a drummer uh, doing the covers. His name's Adam Bork, Bjork, I think it was, uh, doing your songs, and just really yeah, shows. He, he just released the uh, Purgatory drum cover, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it uh, this morning, actually. Someone sent me that. And oh, okay. I was like, wow, that's impressive, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just really shows, like, Alex, your your drummer, how, how good he is. It's, you know, it's just incredible, the stuff he's doing. Like, I, I'd probably play that stuff. I mean, I play drums a little bit, but, you know, after one minute, I'd be gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, extreme, it's extreme sport, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm actually a guitar teacher. That's my full-time job, okay. uh, as well as doing nice. the podcast. 
And I've had a few students come to me with like deathcore bands, you know, learning different songs. And I always tell them like the most important thing is make sure you get all your fingers going, especially that little finger for those riffs and yeah, getting, you know, your picking technique. That's probably the, the two main things. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I mean, that, that's uh, that's <laughs> that's amazing, actually. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm I mostly write riffs, but it's it's the rhythm part that's really uh, important, I think, to me. And uh, and yeah, as you said, the the picking uh, picking technique or picking hand. Yep. I had this uh, teacher uh, many years ago. Um, he would play uh, gigs for. Um, for uh, funk bands, and he would play stuff with, um, you know, he would he would play he would jam like James Brown stuff, oh, yeah. and, uh, yep. he, and boogie, you know, a lot of it. And he showed me like how to, I don't know, properly groove with the picking hand, you know, and yep. and those different uh, picking techniques of uh, boogie swaying and, and stuff like that. And a lot of my riffs, uh, they're, I guess, influenced by that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and in the way I record them, and sometimes you hit hard sometimes you don't have to hit really hard so you get a proper swing over the strings and the way you angle your pick and because mm. sometimes uh i have friends that want to try and play some of my riffs and i like go ahead that's how you do it and they're like what yeah. really? that's how you pick wow that's crazy yeah. <laughs> and they're like i'm confused and Just wanted to ask you about your how's your hand after the recovery i saw an interview that where you, you blew up your hand was it 2009 pumping up a tire yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. you heard about that i did any any setbacks from that like is your hand okay yeah actually i broke the um the tip of the bone on the tip of my uh, left index and we were i guess one quarter into our north american tour and we're heading to europe after that mm. so i still had like 35 shows ahead of me oh, well wow. and uh i couldn't use my index at all it was, it was there was this metal thing on it and wrapped in and uh so i had three fingers left on my left hand and um Jeez. so for like for like two months i did all my power chords with the middle finger in the pinky <laughs> dude my pinky was so strong at the end of that <laughs> run of shows it was incredible even the the ring finger it was uh that's amazing it, it was even weird to go back to the original uh, power chord position after that yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, our guitar player he had to learn all the well the few solos we had he had to learn them you know because i there was no way I could uh, I could play solos only with three fingers. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I remember like, walking out of the clinic at five o'clock. We had a show uh, like uh, the same day at nine oh. or nine thirty, and I was sitting backstage with him, like trying to show him like the the, the leads for a couple of songs, and uh, wow, and I was like super high on medicine that they gave me <laughs> because in, in the U.S. they have these fucking strong medicine they give they give you that are they're prohibited in Canada or I don't know so anywhere else in the world. And <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard about that. I know what's called like Vicodin or something like that. It was like, whoo. <laughs> yeah. So I've actually heard, um, oh, you know GSP, the, the UFC fighter? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I know uh, Georges George St-Pierre. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I think he's from your same hometown, isn't he? Where you are? Yeah, it is. He is. Yeah, yeah. He's from Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe not from Montreal, but from the same province of Quebec. He's a, yeah, he's that's a right. French-Canadian. Uh, yeah. 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 I, 
his accent's pretty much exactly the same like yours. <laughs> it really stands out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the um, the the French Canadian uh, accent. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, thank you very much. I really appreciate your time learning about the album and everything, because it's been great. Well, thanks, uh, Adam. It was it was great talking to you, and, uh, hopefully. and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll come play in Australia in the near future. Yeah, that'd be excellent. I'll definitely be there, so hopefully I'll meet you there. Yeah, and bring some of your students. <laughs> yeah, I will for sure, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> All right, great. thanks, Eric. All right, take care, man. All thank right, you. see you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. bye.